Welcome everybody to the B&B Unplugging Central Coast Rugby Podcast. Each week, Berner and Barthy will cover a range of topics and bring you the latest news from the Central Coast Rugby Competition. Good chat, good footy, good fun. Take it away, boys. Thanks, Tomo, and welcome back to another week of the B&B Unplugging Central Coast Rugby Podcast. Back for another episode on YouTube, second episode. Barthy, how was your week? Hey, my week was great. My week was really good. Um, she's... Tomo sounds a lot like she did last year, doesn't she? That doesn't really... Very the same. Yeah. We've cautioned Tomo, and we'll bring it up a bit later on as well. Um, she's, not, she's not bringing anything new well, to the 2022 season. a few issue. issues early on with Tomo. Um, most notably, a couple of people noticed, not when I say a couple, a couple of thousand that were watching last week, um, noticed very grainy in the, um, in the yeah, video. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. obviously, there's some pretty stern conversations early on with Tomo in, in regards to um, the video quality, and I think that's a lot better this week. Um, I'm also hoping, too, that she just brings something new because she's very 2021. Very 2021. And you can hear that. And people yeah. are bored of that already yeah, two weeks in. So, hopefully, by you know week three, um, there might be a different voiceover. We'll hopefully. We'll but, you know, we can't hold our breath. But, you know, one thing at a time, and I think the video quality is fixed this week. So... <laughs> Um, I think that's obviously a big plus. You, you don't need my jar of Vaseline anymore. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> no mate, my week's been, my week's yeah, been really good. Been. <laughs> yeah, my week's been great. Uh, I couldn't get to the sevens, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. Great day. I, I was watching and following through the socials. And, and the thing I was really enjoying is uh, seeing different clubs, you know, beating other uh, clubs on the coast, which is great. I, I, uh, I saw the wild, my Wildcats. I saw them went well. Um and I think the Evoca side went well. As um, I think they might have played for third and fourth. Yeah, third and fourth. Hornsby made it to the final, got done in the final. Yeah, yes. and um, a later stage today, a later stage during this recording, we'll, um, we might have a chat with Sophie Dryzen, the, the captain of the Terrigal Trojan women's side. They won it for the second year in a row. So, um, yeah, we'll I do think, that. I think, I think it's well on the socials, and we you know, talk about it all the time, but there was that. That culture starting of, um, you know, everyone tagging each other and those photos after the game of, you know, yeah. the teams that are playing each other actually getting the photo. And we saw it a lot in the women's last year, um, rarely in the men's, but we sort of, I know the sevens is a different format. It's a lot of fun. And after yeah. the game, there's only, you know, 20 of you there that can take a photo and stuff. But we saw that, um, some good photos coming out, especially the ones with, um, with Warnerville and Avoca. It's just nice to have them together and, um, you know, for that sort of photo opportunity. And, you know, it doesn't happen all the time. It's only obviously in the finals, but it is nice to, um, to well, see that's what the game's about yeah to see the clubs getting together and you yeah. know taking each other on the socials and doing that sort of stuff which you know is been pushing the last couple of years but it's, it's really you know evident that's sort of ingrained in the culture of, of Central Coast Rugby now which is really nice just thinking from off the top of my head do you have Hannah Stewart's number in your phone by any chance I would I would that, have it somewhere okay, this would be great fun right so all, all props and shout-outs to, to uh, Hannah. She's down in Sydney, um, having a crack in Sydney, I believe, uh, yep. playing rugby down there. Really? Yeah, I, I, I believe so. Um, I could have oh, my, shattering news. I could have my story mixed up. I hope I, you do. I think that's the case. She's definitely in Sydney, whether she's down there for work. I just, yeah, assumed, right. I just assumed it was for rugby. Um, anyway, the, the, the point of my story is um, she played for Terrigal on the weekend. Which which was fantastic because Avoca didn't put a side in. Yeah, wow. And that's 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 the wonderful. Well, she's probably gone down to Sydney in shame. Well, <laughs> probably, she probably wasn't allowed back in Avoca. That's probably why. She's I don't know if any one of her family's talking to her. Um, that's why we should get her on and chat to her. Um, but that that's the brilliant thing about the game in, in regards to she 
she put on the jersey of a mortal enemy yeah. just to have a game of rugby. That's love. I love that stuff. And and uh, I think it's great. We had a few years uh, it's maybe about three, four years ago and um, we were determined to <laughs> we were determined to enter a side and we rocked up with four blokes for a game of, for a game of sevens, you know, when you got I think three pool games and you go into finals. Uh, we didn't make finals, but um, you know, you got an eight AM game. Were you one of those four? I was one of the four. Oh, yeah, I was the one organising it. And then, you know, you're frantically ringing around people and they're trying to recover from a Friday night and they're, just, yeah. they're not turning up. Anyway, um, carry on were our saviours that day with, with giving us a couple of players just yeah. to sort of play with. And it was, it was, it was a ton of fun because yeah. your expectation was that you're going to get done by you know, a fair bit. And it was just nice to play with players from other clubs. Yeah. And you know, yeah. young players, but yeah, yeah I'll, I'll chuck on a jersey. And you, just, you don't get that experience anywhere else. So that, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. actually quite nice to do that. Um, you know, obviously it was nearly day for us out of there by 11 or so. Now, I'm, I'm extremely confident that I haven't just made that story up. I uh, hope you have. But I, <laughs> I hope you have so she's playing this year in the Central Coast comp and also because she looked like an idiot on air. <laughs> so we have to get clarification. So um, Hannah Stewart, if you are listening to us, she might have brushed us now that she's gone to Sydney, who knows. But uh, anyone from the, actually... When we speak to Sophie, the captain of the uh, women's side, we'll yeah. get her to confirm or we'll publicly shame me in, <laughs> live on the uh, This could be your best. Recording. This could be your best if that's false I information. Hope, I hope I'm right. <laughs> anyway, it makes for a good story. Well, speaking of that, the, the one that I had last week about the lactic acid in the legs, um, yep. and obviously a few people didn't believe me on that. After the recording, probably should have done it beforehand, but after the recording, I did a bit of Dr. Googling. I found it out. It is called um, lactic acidosis. And Sounds it, like a made-up name to it me. It is not a made-up name. Um, and it's basically, yeah, when you get too much acid in your legs and it has a negative impact on your body and you can get nauseous from it. And that's what I had. So if you're wondering, you know, if there's any excuse that you can use to sort of get out of training in these early months. I've been out late on this couple of Friday and Saturday nights before. Running home, they really made me crook the next day. <laughs> I think I think different kind. Um, but I, I think that... Um, you know, it's a new excuse they can use. Lactic acidosis is a real thing. It was a bit like, um, what was that? In- what was that injury that came in? Oh, that, uh, syndesmosis, whatever it is that they have in. It's a bruise, isn't it? A twisted ankle. Yeah, Spray something like that. Okay, everyone's got one. And everyone's like, okay, it's a syndesmosis, and you go, all right. Well, that's the new one, lactic acidosis. So, um, and, it's, and it's and it's a credit to you because it means you're trying really, really hard. So there might be some people on the weekend that might be suffering from lactic acidosis and you might think, am I going to be right for Tuesday night training? You're probably not. Take it off if you work really hard. Or it could be that you're incredibly unfit. Can we have a, um, uh, anyone who's in the medical field um, call or DM us and give us, a, give us a confirmation? or yeah. a, um, or, you know, Well, I mean, it's legit because I put it into Google and it was the first thing that came up. Which means it's legit. We don't need any sort of uh, any sort of technical things into it. Um, but I actually would. It, it would be nice to have someone going like, "Yeah, here's an actual thing." Or you are absolutely full of rubbish. It's it's that's something that you've written on the. Internet. We do have a highbrow sort of uh, listenership and and viewership now that we're on on um, YouTube. Yeah, that's true. That's true. So uh, any any of those in the medical profession, um, yeah, DM us here with confirmation. Or, uh, or setting bonus rate, one of the two would be great. Or Yeah, if it's an actual thing. Um, other thing, mate, is the, uh, the season launch. Yeah. Uh, what's coming up? Actually, don't go to me for, um, for dates after last week's schmozzle. But I believe it's the 25th of March, Friday the 25th of March. It is. Um, there's the 19th that sticks in my head for some reason, but we're going with the 25th. It's the 25th of March. 
Friday the 25th of March at uh, Wong Leagues Club. And that one's sticking sticking out to me as well. This is one of those ones where I need it written down for me. I think that's to be confirmed. I don't know if there's been confirmation yet of location. Well, we're going with Wong Leagues based on history until we're told otherwise. Until Todd tells us otherwise later on in the podcast. Get the big man on. That might be the most accurate one. So, as in this point in time, it is on the 25th on a Friday night, 25th of March at Wyong Leagues. I'm I'm confident. In about 10 minutes time, it might be in a different location venue uh, time. I'm really confident with the 25th. Yeah. I'm not so confident with the Wyong Leagues. Leagues. It it could be, but I don't think they've made a decision yet. Well, I'll push for that one. It should be Wyong Leagues. Well, mate. It was there last year. <laughs> but, um, yeah, but it's uh, obviously uh, will be a bit different. Um, new structure this year compared to last year. And what have you made of season launches in the past? How many have you been to? I've been to a few. Um, I, uh, I can't remember if I, um, I emceed a few. I can't remember if I did them with, or the, whether they were presentation nights. I can't remember. Um, they're good. They're a good night. They're a good. They're a good day out, um, and evening out, and it's good to sort of also you know, mingle around and, and, and chat with the other clubs. And obviously, every club's representative, but they're they are a good day. They're, they're good to get together and, and you know just form that bond or that competition bond. Um, you have a bit of a bit of a chat, and, and I actually had a, a bit of a conversation with Stewie Jenkins, who's the. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to stuff this up. Stewie, go for it. Shuey is the, um, I think he's director of representative rugby. Yep. Uh, something along those lines, and there's we're going to talk a little bit more about it as we as we're moving forward with the podcast and and and, and get him on perhaps and, and to talk about the the incentives I, I I guess they're going for to try and get sort of the best players playing representative rugby again. Um, and it, it, through no fault of their own, it's been quite difficult for. I mean, yeah the. The demise. These are my words. These are my own personal opinions. The demise of country rugby and, and you know New South Wales rugby just ignoring you know, the Waratahs just ignoring whatever happens out outside yeah. of Sydney. Why would you bother paying for country? Yeah. And and hopefully that you know I, I'm I'm led to believe that they've had you know, 15, 15 years too late. But I, I think you know the Waratahs and yeah, New South Wales rugby are starting to realise. Oh shit! Hang on a minute. We perhaps we should give a bit more. You know, attention and, and credence to what's happening out, out in the country competitions like the Central Coast. And so I think there's been a real push and there's going to be a real push in, about you know, getting a bit more credibility about playing representative rugby again and a few incentives. But I won't say too much because there's a, there's a little bit to be confirmed. But we'll definitely get um, Stewie on and um, Craig McWilliam, the, the coach of the Central Coast sides, and, and you know, really get that Central Coast, get the best players of the Central Coast playing again. Uh, and that, and that's, that's no disrespect for the guys who have put their hand up and played. Um, but being a former Central Coast coach myself, um, I know how bloody hard it is to get the best players to play um, for a variety of reasons, you know, family commitments, you know, work commitments, you know, all that sort of stuff. So it is a difficult task, but I guess there's a, a bit more of a push now with Stewie in that position to really, I guess give you a reason to play to play uh, representative rugby, not just yeah, you know, not just the camaraderie and touring with mates, but you know to give you that little bit more. And I'm not talking financial incentive or anything like that, but you know it's um, 
they've got, they got a few plans in place. Really. It's going to be exciting. So maybe at the season launch, if you, a bit of that might be unveiled as well. Not too do you think far. that comes down to the culture of clubs or do you just think it's like the overall culture of the Central Coast? Because I know personally, like, we, at, like, we, we didn't really put anybody forward for representative. And there was years there where you had really, really talented players. But it just wasn't part of, the, uh, I suppose, our culture. And I, and I, you know, a bit of naivety as a player, just not caring about it so much. Like, not, yeah. not wanting to go, okay, I'm going to go to representative training. And even if I'm not good enough to make, you know, that team, I'm still going to give it a crack. So we didn't send, like, I don't, I don't even, I couldn't even tell you the years that we sent players. Like, they unless they were like, we want you to come and play. Like, I know, um, uh, Folletti played for a few years there, but there wasn't that many. Like, like when I think about like a Terrigal or a Razorbacks, they're yeah. constantly sending you know four or five players every single year to there. I should have been go on. should have been better prepared. And, and um, I found some old some notes and stuff I had when I was when I was coaching at the Central Coast. Um, but I, I, I can I can tell you from when, when I was a player in the mid nineties and, and uh, probably all the way up to the sort of late nineties, maybe. Um, anyway, the, the the teams were announced, the, the squads were announced, and they were put in the paper. So there was a little bit of, um, I don't know if honour's the right word, but, um, you know, you were you were There's a bit selected. of prestige. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and yeah. so your name got in the paper as part of the training squad, you know. Yeah. So yeah, from World War, you know, Mitch Hyde, Kane Byrne, and, yeah, yeah. and all the, you know, of your era. Um and then, and then, so if you, you trained, and then you, you knew that the coaches and the selectors had an eye on you because yeah. they want you to come down and play, and they might see how you, you combine with other players. Yeah. Um, and 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 I know when I was coaching at the Central Coast, uh, that's something I really wanted to try and get back in. Um, yeah, you know, for that reason, to try and lit, you know raise the profile of it a bit. But anyway, um, yeah, I think yeah, you know, Todd, when we we we'll get him on and we we'll have a chat, but. Um, a lot's happening around that space, and I think it's exciting. And um, I really hope that the the best players uh, get on board with that as well. Because you, you know, when you think about it, I reckon everyone, every everyone from the the ten clubs could could well nine sort of Premier One clubs, they could list three or four players who have gone to Sydney and either played in Sydney or you know whatever the case may be. Back in the day, I'm going to throw out. 2006, could, be, could have been 2003 or two. anyway, who cares. Um, we put aside in the, in the pre-season Sydney comp. Yep. And we were bloody competitive. I think we won more than we lost. I think we, we might have won three, lost two, or maybe, maybe uh, you know, won three, lost three, whatever the case may competitive be. Competitive, though. We, mate, we were competitive. We knocked off East. We knocked off quite a variety of, of, um, of clubs and... and and when we went down, uh, when we lost, um, it wasn't a flogging. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And and that's just that's just from 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 guys you know um, around the Central Coast. You yeah. Know, we we had a couple uh, come down from Newcastle to strengthen the squad a little bit, but the talent's here. Um, and so I guess if if the if the representative program can put something in place that makes players want to play. Um, then that's going to be all good. There's no reason why. There's no reason why Central Coast shouldn't be further competitive in the country divisions. You know, yeah. against Real Warriors and and you know Newcastle, New Central West, who are your, your traditionally strong uh, zones. And, and then one, we saw the strength of the Colts last year. Nick Meyer yeah. uh, coaching the Colts and taking them through to success. Yeah. And there was no Colts comp. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a that's a that's a big effort. So, mate, we've got the talent. Yeah. 
Um, I, I, yeah, so let's let's just hope that 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 starts to make take a bit of um, get a bit of traction with the players, and um, because I think I think as a zone and a region we deserve to be achieving at a lot higher level than than we have been. So joining us on the line is the new president of the Central Coast Competition and the Zone. And before we get this interview underway, Todd, I've got one question for you. Uh, you can't see it, but our viewers can. I have old Todd and young Todd. I've been uh, I've been trolling you online, Todd, and I've got two images I'm holding up to the uh, to the screen. I've got a young version of you and I've got an old version of you. Which one would you like me to hold up? <laughs> Uh, I think the current version is yeah. as big as the young version. Is that, is that, that's probably where you were leading with that one. Yeah, I was going to say, this is what we know. This is what we, we know you look like this. So anyway, mate, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for coming on board. We really appreciate it, mate. And uh, and some exciting times at Central Coast Rugby Union. We've got a new direction under your leadership and uh, how things looking. Yeah, thanks, thanks, guys. Thanks very much for the opportunity to, to, to have a chat. Uh, yeah, there's, there's been, been plenty of things happening. Um Obviously, you know, transition period. Um, yeah, just sort of before we sort of look look, look ahead, I, I just want to just acknowledge Larry and you know the um, the great long service that he that he's done for Central Coast Rugby and you know, his commitment mm. and so on. He's been he's been fantastic, and you know, I just really want to want to publicly acknowledge you know all the time and effort and uh, blood, sweat, and tears that he's put in. Uh, I'm starting to appreciate that it's. Uh, it's not there's uh, not really glamorous. It's probably the way to look at it. <laughs> not that I was expecting it. Larry sit, that, uh, Larry's sitting back on your soft cock. You've only been in it for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But no, for him to, to do it for the amount of time that he did and the commitment, and, and you know, he's a, a grass on rugby man, and you know, he, he's done fantastic for the, for the zone, and I really appreciate it. He was. Um, you know, he was even up at the sevens on Saturday, uh, helping Scotty with um, yeah, you know, the sevens that. by the sea. And, you know, that, that, that just uh, you know, shows exactly what Larry's all about. So he's still, uh, still working hard and, and helping us, which is fantastic. Um, yeah, sevens by the sea, guys. You, you would have seen, I was up there for a couple of hours, and it was just a fantastic um, carnival atmosphere up there. I was, biggest crowd I've seen up there um, in my time and, you know, it was just fantastic. You know, I think, you know, the fact that everyone was so hungry for footy, um, you know, the boys and girls hadn't played for, for so long. Yeah. Um, but Scotty Moroney and, and his committee did a fantastic job up there. I, I know it took me about half an hour to park at one stage. There wasn't a park out the front for you? No, 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 no. Well, maybe I should have got there a bit earlier, but anyway. <laughs> Larry, Larry, yeah, no. Larry used to have a spot for his limousine that used to just wander up and he could hop out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I'm new to this. I have to get all that sort of <laughs> Yeah, um, there are a couple of things that, that we have been sort of working on in the background. You might be aware that under 19 um, trying to get a potential Friday night competition happening, and we've had a marketing campaign for the last couple of weeks and. It's been really encouraging. We've we've had um, over sixteen thousand views on on our socials, which has been fantastic. Um, and you know our website getting you know a lot more activity than we would have had in you know previously as a result of that. We've also got um, Star doing a, a radio ad for us starting. Uh, I think it might have started on the weekend. Um, so we're we're really pushing this really hard, trying to. You know, to get our under 19s um, back up and running if we can. Uh, was there two teams nominated? 
Was it, is there already two teams nominated? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've got two, we've got two at the moment, uh, but there's sounds like there's, there's a bit of interest elsewhere. So, um, yeah, we've got a council meeting tonight with, with all the club presidents, so I'll, I'll have a bit more information about that and that's, um, after, after that, yeah. I guess four's, four's the magic number. You really, obviously, anything above four would be fantastic. But, yeah, we really need to try and, you know, get secure four, four sides um, to, you know, give a bit of variety to the, to the young players on, on a Friday night. We'll certainly be doing our bit, bit, uh, best to push it, push it along. So, getting much uh, sort of feedback from your other clubs in regards to I know there was talk about you know any you know you know nineteen year old who who wants to play grade they might you know, go and register at at um, Lakes who, who haven't nominated a, a side. Um, is there the possibility? Have you guys? It might be a bit early, but have you guys started looking at sort of combining you know like a, a northern barbarian side and a, and a southern barbarian side? Just thinking off the top of my head about you know just trying to. Somehow, you know, not not lose them. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. That's that's what it's all about. It's about just getting getting the boys some football. Um, and if it means getting a bit funky about how we do it, whether we yeah. have barbarian teams or whatever it's going to take, um, you know, clearly the Friday night gives us the opportunity to potentially pick up some league guys uh, that we might not have had otherwise. Yeah. And it also gives them, you know, the Boys that play on Friday can also back up for grey as well. So you know, um, you know, so but yeah, we're we're absolutely open to any options, and, and we're you know we're just trying to get the word out, trying to get um, some feedback, you know, as, as quickly as we can. And as I say, tonight's the night when I'll um, get a bit more you know, accuracy around that. But we feel that the the interest is there, and you know, we're we're really we're really trying to get this up and going because it's so important for the future of, of the coach. Definitely. And where are we up to with, um, with so the women's competitions, obviously the same eight teams that's in there, but Premier 1, Gosford's re-entering this year. So they're re-entering Premier yep. 1, Premier 2. Is that correct? They are. They are. Um, the, board, the board has um, put some conditions around that, uh, which, which Gosford are aware of and, and need, to, need to meet. Um, the reason being, they're obviously starting from a you know, zero base last year with not, not having a, any, any senior men's team. So the board felt that it was only reasonable that we um, you know, have some guidelines in place that are you know, just ensure that, that, that they do uh, make what's you know, a successful reintroduction. And uh, yeah, so we've, we've, we've set them some, some registration numbers and, and, a, and a timeline that they need to follow. Is there a, is there a plan B? Um if, in, in case they can't meet those requirements, so is there a is there an eight team draw ready to go? Because um, yeah, we don't want to be in that situation last year where they, they pulled out sort of last minute and we got stuck with sort of some clubs got stuck with sort of two or three draws in a row or um, yeah. buys yeah. or whatever. Yeah, no, there, yeah, no there, there absolutely is. Yeah, fantastic. Um, uh, what what we're trying to do this year, we're quite passionate about having four. Premier games on, whereas as you know, the previous draw, there were times where there was only two games or yeah. three games. We had a lot of fun on the podcast with that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I tested you, Blake. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, we, it's, it's something that the board talked about in, in our early stages, and that is the, that's what we're trying to achieve to get this for you know, Premier, Premier one game, you know, Premier two games, and so on. Um, and yeah, clearly, 
the draw needs to be changed again or we need to, to adopt that 18 one we will. But we're, you know, we're, we're here to support Gosford and, and hopefully help them get back to where they should be. And, you know, um, yeah, but as I say, we've set them some guidelines that we feel that are, are very fair. I think, um, and, yeah, I, think, I think everyone in the rugby community wants to see Gossip back in. But, um, we they played sevens on the weekend, which yeah. is, you know, going to the field, you know, 10 players or whatever for it. But I think that's still a, a big plus of, you know, making positives. And I'm hearing yeah. pretty good things coming out of Gossip as well. So hopefully yeah. hopefully they can get two competitive teams in there. What else is news, yeah, mate? What else can you that's, tell that's, us? That's what we want. Uh, season launch is all set up for the 25th of March. Uh, we'd have a couple of gibberers uh, appearing, I believe. So <laughs> I hope we don't get out too early on that one. <laughs> yeah. we, want, we want a big crowd. <laughs> yeah. it's all right. we, actually, we, we won't put this part to wear so people think we're not going and then, <laughs> then they'll show up. <laughs> yeah. Where, where's it actually at? Uh, Wyoming League on the Friday <laughs> is, night. The is, it, is that confirmed? Is that confirmed? That is confirmed. Yes. <laughs> I guessed at the very start of the podcast that it was going to be at Wang League, and I thought they are. They are. are they still our major sponsor. Yep. That made jumping up Wang League at the start made that sense. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> if, that makes if it sense. wasn't, it wasn't. Bernard just wants it at Wang League. It's a uh, cheaper Uber Uber ride home. <laughs> yeah, it's brilliant. It's a good. It's a good spot anywhere up that way. Dam's not a bad one as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so that. Yeah, yeah, we're looking forward to that. So that should be a good night. Um, we've also got some trials at Central Coast. Uh, uh, we're, we're basically organised Pugra for some trials. We're going to play similar to what the girls played last year at the Swatelski Cup, um, where we'll have a round robin. Uh, that's what's going to be on the 12th of March. Um, yeah, Central Coast, we've, we've organised the grounds and uh, setting up a draw for both the men's and the women's, uh, which, which should be good as well. So it, um, will that just be like a shorter 15 format, as in like, you know, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Fifteens, and, and we're still sort of negotiating. That they'll be, yeah, they won't be full games. Twenty minute, twenty minute hours, fifteen minute hours or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Probably a little bit more than that, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah good stuff. So, yeah, so that, yeah, so they're they're the main things sort of happening, I guess. Um, yeah, well, it's enough, isn't it? It's, it's certainly enough to keep us busy to to get into this season and. Mate, we're, we're looking forward to it. We're, uh, f- congratulations on, on your appointment. We're looking forward to um, what the, the new administration and board sort of bring and, and, and move us forward into a new era of rugby on the Central Coast. So, uh, mate, thanks for joining us on the, on the podcast. We appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, thanks for having me, guys. For, yeah. for those of you who are viewing us through, um, through YouTube, I'll just give you the old young Todd. Uh, there you go. That's well, we've, got to, we've probably got to hang him up on the board there now, don't we? Actually, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it makes if we if we're yeah. going to have a president of the region, he's got to yeah, that's right, that's in right. Shot every single time. I might gold emboss the um, <laughs> gold emboss the, uh, the the photo and we'll put it up there. I love it; it's in black and white as well. <laughs> <laughs> we can't afford colour. <laughs> Good on you, Todd, mate. We really appreciate you coming okay. on. Thanks, mate. And we'll um we'll, we'll catch you in a few weeks at the season launch. Yeah, thanks, guys. Good on you, mate. Cheers. Cheers. Well, Barthy, on the line, we have the captain of the Terrigal women's team, Sophie Dryden. Sophie, congratulations on the win on the weekend, Sevens by the Sea, back-to-back wins. How was the day? Thank you. Um, hello, everyone. Um, it was a really, really good day. Um, wasn't, I guess, going into it expecting the win. Um, we started off the day pretty... Um, Slow. I think we always do that with our first game. We just go out there, um, have a bit of a slow start. We take a while to warm up. Um, but 
we each day, each game, we um, just kept, I think, improving. We just had, like, little goals, little work ones that we were doing, and they seemed to be working. And I guess we just, as the day went on, we were putting more points on. And then we had a pretty, I think our grand final was actually our best game, which I guess is pretty cool to that's say. What, that's what you want, isn't it? Yeah, you want exactly. your best, yeah, best game to be the last game, so... Um, yeah, yeah, what you want. <laughs> saw through the socials, it um, had a few new faces on the side, is that correct? Yeah, so we, um, we've, got our, we've got some juniors coming up. Awesome. Um, we had Daisy, McEwen, and Mia Barb, Mia, Mia Jones, sorry. They had a few games with us last year, um, but they're going to be more involved in the side this year. And then we've got two new players as well that were there, which was Ainsley and um, Chloe, they do sister. So it was nice to get them on and have a run. And they just slotted right in. They did really well. So good they're st- definitely keeping up with us. So we're actually trying to keep up with them. Yeah, <laughs> good stuff. That's, that's really good. you got new players coming to an already strong squad. And well, you got those that are developing yeah. through as well. I saw I saw my favourite player in the Central Coast competition, Emily Lou Fay. She was there having a run around. Yeah. Yes, our um, new co-captain this year. She hey, there the we MVP. go. There you go. <laughs> MVP of the day. She played yeah. absolutely amazing, as always. Um, but, yeah, no, she really guided us around that day. And especially in the grand final, obviously, she got the player of the match. Um, she was just consistent and strong. And, yeah, let us around. <laughs> good stuff, good stuff. Um, now, can you confirm, yeah, word on the street got, got to... Uh, Got all the way to uh, to me when I was in I was in in New England. I was in the Armadale region over the weekend, and word word got to me that Hannah, Hannah Stewart was playing for the Trojans. Is that correct? Can you confirm? Yes, I can confirm that is correct. We had a Starsky playing for the Trojans. <laughs> Unbelievable. And, and yeah. we, we've asked for her to contact us. She probably brushes now. That she's in Sydney. Is she playing rugby? In, is she playing rugby in Sydney, or is she just living down there? I'm hoping she's still going to play on the coast every yeah. now and then, but I think her focus this year is um, maybe, I'm not 100% sure, but she will be here. Yeah, I think she's going to play, but they couldn't get her to team in. Um, yeah, I think I think Ivoca missed the deadline, so. Yeah, yeah okay. So yeah. we were, with open arms, we said, come on, <laughs> yeah. come play with us. We were just wanted to have a run around and see some different combinations. But, you know, it was really cool to have a run around with her. Awesome, um, good stuff. Here in that Trojan jersey, it was pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right, so if you, look, thanks, Steve, for joining us on the podcast. Go, Will. Uh, congratulations on winning the Sevens by the Sea again this back year. Back to back. Back to back. And uh, Thank you. you and yourself lead the Trojans around well uh, throughout this season, and good luck, and we'll see you on a Saturday. Thanks so much, guys. Thanks for the call. All right, Barthy, last week we inducted one sponsor into the B&B Hall of Fame sponsorship for 2022. Yeah, on, on the B&Board. The B&Board. The B&Board here. Uh, yeah, Gussie and the team at Erin Podiatry, third year in a row uh, inaugural and uh, have got on board. But we've got another sponsor that's come on board, which has been brilliant, absolutely brilliant, PMA Global. They're a, a merchandise company who will be providing um, all our little bits and bobs, like toasters, Cooler bags? Well, I was just going to say, should, should we unveil or should we give them a little bit of a heads up of what's happening with I them? I think I've already ruined it, so I think we have to run with that. Cooler bags. They'll be, they'll be bloody hard to get your hands on, trust me. 
coolers, our beer coolers. We've got, uh, we've got bottle openers. We might have a B&B coming out. Are we getting out. the, the trustiest uh, coaster? We're getting some coasters. We've got some great, uh, great merchandise coming out, which is awesome, and it is all free to you, the listeners, and the, and the viewers on YouTube because we're all about promoting the game. And, and um, so, yeah, PMA Global have come on board and, and helping us financially and, and subsidising costs of, of some of our uh, merchandise that we're going to get out there. And if any of you know Benny Spindler through the rugby circles, uh, he used to play rugby for Avoca many years ago. Um, he's the guy who got in contact with me. And so any clubs who are looking for merchandise, you know, shirts, whatever the case may be, you name it, he can source it for you. But, yeah, they've come on board this year, which has been absolutely outstanding. And all the products that you'll see from 2022 uh, will be the new um, supplied by PMA Global, which is going to be awesome. So the first person who will be getting our 2022 kit will be Marshall Homopo. Why does he get it? Because Marshall, he was the first man to be listening, or first person, I should say. He was the first person to be listening and watching us on our YouTube channel. Yeah, took he, a selfie. He did, took a selfie, and it looked like he was in bed. Well, that's, one, that's probably the best place to watch us, actually. It's easy if you're not off. <laughs> <laughs> we'll leave it there. Oh, oh, mate. Oh, so Marshall was the first person to <laughs> we we put the call out last week. Um, first person to to take a or take a selfie or just take a a, a photo of, of them. Watching it wasn't the, the selfie the I was hoping for, Marshall. Well, no, well, the, we did get a couple of other ones, but we couldn't repost them, and we will be sending out a reward. I kept um, them though, <laughs> an award for other reasons. Got to move off, Marshall. <laughs> no, it was so, anybody but Marshall. If you are not Marshall, uh, and you are watching us. The first person to send through a, a uh, selfie of themselves watching, whether it be on your phone, whether it be on your TV at home, new and improved, more clarity this, this week. Yep. So a lot more clarity this week. So if you um, – and you can actually, you know, see us. It's not incredible, incredibly grainy, but, you know, we address those issues at the start of the podcast yep. and we'll just have to move on because there's a lot of animosity between the – you know, us and the person that was responsible for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can take a selfie of that, you will be getting your hands on something special. Yep. So the first person to send us through the selfie will get a prize pack. The same, uh, we'll run that for the next few weeks. So the first person to be watching and, and, uh, and, and there we go. Um, so Marshall can't win it, but can't, can't. Marshall, you're still encouraged to send in the photos that you normally do. Uh, yeah. So get behind us and, and people from, from all clubs, uh, if you're in charge of the socials, uh, from your respective clubs, then please get them to push us out there. Obviously, the more support we get means the more support you can get as a club and, and, uh, and, and the competition and what we love in rugby. So PMA Global coming on board and really helping us out, which is great. And we've got more sponsors to unveil next week, which I'm really excited about for further. And these are more for listeners and, and, uh, and viewers as well. So a lot more prizes and a lot more business is getting on board, which is uh, really exciting and we're very, very much appreciative of it. Good stuff. Is there anything else we need to cover this week? I don't think so, mate. I think we've crapped on long enough. <laughs> a long time. All right. It's, it's a good long episode. See you, right. mate. See ya! <laughs>